Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback? Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within, combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905 excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. Extra 1063 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 1063 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's another great day here at Dickey Broadcasting Company. A lot of exciting things happening here. We got the talk master, Neil Bortz, joined the team. We got the Kimmer, Kim Peterson, joined the team. We got Tug and Rhino every morning with the morning extra from 6 to 9, giving people the truth about what's going on out there in the country. So it's a pretty exciting place to be. And I, I know that we're both happy to be part of the team, right, Dan? Absolutely. It's uh, We're coming up on about, on about a year, and it's been a been a meteoric rise for this the whole station well extra 106.3 fm is atlanta's only truly conservative news talk station here in metro atlanta and the home of fox news radio so it's a great place to be but uh you know i'd like to talk a little bit about the reputation that atlanta has atlanta's known for the city of trees okay trees are wonderful they provide shade they're beautiful and most of all they provide oxygen for our planet so but uh, they need a lot of care. And, you know, in our never-ending search to branch out and find right businesses and to make sure we go out on a limb to bring the truth to our audience, we bring the best. And that's who we've got here today, Mr. Bob Coombs of Tomahawk Tree Service. Bob, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. We're proud to have you, and we know you have a lot of good information for our audience. Well, thanks, James. Thanks for uh, inviting me to the show. Good to be here. Well, it's great to have you here. And for folks who may not know you personally and may not know much about Tomahawk Tree Service, give us a little short bio on yourself and how Tomahawk Tree Service came to be. Well, uh, I started in the landscape business back in the 80s, and uh, a young man came to me and he said, have you ever thought about doing tree work? And I was like, I thought about it. Um, Haven't had anybody to help me segue my way into it. He said, well, I just came back from a hurricane, and, and uh, let's uh, make a little partnership. Well, that didn't work out too well. Um, it turned out he didn't, uh, didn't really know how to dissect trees and, and wasn't really a tree climber. And uh, so he kind of, we kind of separated ways. And believe it or not, somebody told me there was someone that was living in a, in a homeless shelter that was a true arborist. And I met this guy, and he showed me this guy was a, a true arborist, and um, 
he showed me how to uh, everything about the tree business. And uh, I was really fortunate to have someone like this. Well, it sounds like it was meant to be. It was destiny. Uh, could have been. Uh, it sure went that way. Uh, his name was Bob Broadus. He was a very interesting guy. He actually ended up having two personalities. He was truly had a multiple personality disorder. But when he was, uh, there was Bob Broadus and Bobby Broadus. And, and it was just one of those crazy things that uh, Bob Broadus uh, um, was uh, a fantastic tree climber. So did he work for you with? Both personalities, or just uh, during the no, day, no, he had it, one and no, about did the thirty, tree? about twenty or thirty years later, somebody called asking for Bobby Broadus, and I said, I know a Bob Broadus, and uh, I got the two together, and they found out he he one was actually uh, very well off, and the other lived in a car. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> wow, wow! <laughs> but it, uh, but he showed me everything. He showed me uh, the how to roll up ropes, how to sharpen a chainsaw. And uh, those were the good old days. That was back in uh, in the 80s. Um, when it was a little wide open, right, on the business side of things. You know, back in the 80s, we really, it was run by the good old boys. Um, my, uh, my brother was with me back then, and uh, uh, there were a lot of people that didn't like someone like me that was, uh, especially with the name change, that was really into marketing. And got a lot of threats. And uh, when we, when we, uh, you know, uh, started pushing insurance and letting people know that these good old boys aren't who you want on your property, um, things got a little, little crazy. I've had had some people show up at my house back in the, back in the in '91. You know, when we changed the name to Tomahawk, uh, they were not. They were scary people. You know. Well, you know, Dan, when I think about the tree service business, you know, it's. It, it can be very dangerous. Uh, there's a lot of liability there, a lot of insurance that has to be. You have to get the right people on your property, or you could really have a problem, right? Well, I'll tell you that the insurance, I do know this from, from talking to some other tree cutters. That is, I don't think it gets much more expensive on the liability side than, than the tree business. And for this, let's, I've seen pictures of trees, and I'm sure you've got your share Bob, but uh, of trees just coming down on houses, like splitting houses in two. I mean, if you get the wrong people out there, something bad really can't happen. And of course, they're on your property too. So you may be responsible if that company doesn't have the insurance, um, if, if, if a guy falls off the tree or, or, or hurts himself, correct? That's right. That's right. And it is very expensive insurance. And, um, you know, when you're working with trees that are on your house, um, a lot of a lot of these good old boys like to get up there and and want to just hack away at them, um, and really, in most cases, they need to be lifted off with a crane so that it doesn't do any more damage to the home. Uh, our company typically bills insurance directly, so the customers, you know, they the customer doesn't pay us. You know, we we collect it from the insurance company. So. That's a really good way to do it. Um, our our salesmen are experts at this and have gone to training on how to deal with insurance companies, and uh, that's one of the things we really specialize in because trees are dangerous too, well, and they do fall. Not, not, yeah, I mean they're 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 dangerous. That's why you've you've got to know too all the different trees, right? I mean, 
how 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 that root system's gonna be right when you're when you're maybe when you're taking it out or the chances of it falling or you know you got dead trees and all kinds of things like that. Talk a little bit about that kind of the knowledge needed to just properly cut the tree down. Well, first, um, you know you really need to be if a good arborist know is gonna know how to look at a tree and tell if that tree was number one impacted by original construction because let's face it the when the roots get damaged fungus and bacteria uh, work their way into the root system working their way towards the trunk into the into the root mat or compression plate and then up into the trunks and down into the uh, into the rest of the roots so uh, you can look at the tree and see the telltale signs of this you may look at a tree and say wow it's got green leaves it, it, it must be doing fine but a tree can be systemically alive but structurally unsound and in fact now they're really teaching if the tree was there prior to the original land disturbance they're rotten and in 99 percent of the cases they're right and i now collect pictures of of trees tree roots that they're all hollow when these trees fall over it's really and uh, and, the, and then there's other trees right that you just know like the bradford pear right isn't that one that just is just gonna break at some point it's gonna break <laughs> off it's just a matter of time yeah um a bradford pear is a tree that is a um, um a cultivar that has multiple steep upright crotches which in itself is a structural defect and it's just a matter of time before the uh the crotches push against each other and and blow each other apart you know how i know that how do you know that you have bradford pears i had bradford pears <laughs> one of them fell on my house and my buddy told me it was going to happen within a year uh, he said those trees are all going to fall down so by, by the time the first one hit i got a little bit lucky it didn't do too much damage um kind of fell on the deck hit a little bit of the you know the one level of roofing and then I had to get these, I had to get the rest of them gone because I, I knew what was coming down the road. We had about four of them. And, uh, they were planted very heavily in their day, uh, along with Leland cypress, which is another thing now. If your Leland cypresses have dead branches with, with inside the tree or maybe outside the tree, that's not normal, that's not normal growth. Um, a, a Leland cypress should be fully foliated all the way to the core of the tree. If you open up that foliage and look inside and see that it's all dead on the inside, uh, you've got Passilora fungus, and there's not a whole lot that can be done with it. And that's a that's another tree that I mean is so prevalent in this area too. Mm -hmm. You see those everywhere. It's an epidemic, um, really across the country, because we've overplanted these trees and anytime you overplant a species of tree eventually a pathogen is going to find them as a host and this fungus not only kills the tree from the the inside out but it rots the roots from the smallest root to the larger root and eventually they fall down see jim this is all the stuff that you need to know right i mean that's why you've got to have an expert yeah. in here i know you know you use the term arborist that's okay right. Now, there's a lot of people out there working on trees and people's, on people's property, but they're not necessarily an arborist. We're going to be up against a break pretty soon, but if you could give a quick definition for our audience of an arborist. Well, there is, there's arborist and then there are certified arborists. It's really a non-accredited science. So the study of ar if you study arboriculture, technically you're an arborist. You may not have any certification, um, but there's both. There's, there's, it can be, it can mean very little or it can mean a lot 
depending on certification. I see. All right. Well, that was nice and quick, wasn't it? Yeah. No. Well, listen. I mean, that that, that I'm, I'm sure it takes a, a a long time just to to really become an expert in this field. I mean, there's so many different species out there, and um, yeah. you wouldn't think, hey, we're just going to cut it down here. What's the big deal, right? But but you got to know about these things, and you got to know about the dead trees and everything else that that goes into a tree if you're going to cut them down properly and you don't need to be fooling around trying to climb up the tree and do it yourself but we're <laughs> up against a break for those those of you just joining us this is the all four seasons home show with your sponsor dan watkins i'm jim nearchus and this week we have bob coombs of tomahawk tree service talking about all things about trees and we're not going to we're going to we got a lot more information from bob we'll be right back after this break don't go away This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. If you're just joining us, we're here with our sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearchus, and this year, this year, this week, I'm getting ahead of myself here, Dan. We're with Bob Coombs of Tomahawk Tree Service, talking about all things to do with trees. And, of course, Atlanta is the city of trees. But, you know, one thing I want to kind of regress on from the first segment, we talked about safety. You, you know, you don't want to be climbing up on those trees trying to do it yourself. Uh, it can be very, very dangerous. I have a very sad story. I had a very dear friend, Chuck Salome, who would get up in, in, in his front yard, climb a tree, and trim that tree every season. He had done it for years. Well, one year, something happened. He slipped. He fell. And when he fell, he landed flat on his back. And when you fall from a distance and lay flat on your back, it can actually burst your heart. That's what happened. And he passed away long before his time. A wonderful person. He went to my church. Great guy. Because he wouldn't get somebody else to trim his tree. You don't want to be trimming your own trees. Dan, do you climb up in trees? You're not going to catch me up. <laughs> I, I broke my wrist when I was seven falling out of a tree. I don't think I've ever climbed a tree since then. So I'm not looking to do that. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm just in general, heights are not my thing. Um, I don't even like I like a balcony that's too high to be looking over. Yeah. I mean, you get that feeling in your stomach. And um, it is definitely out for me. I think it is unreal what guy you know your guys do getting on those trees you know getting up on those trees every time I see them up there on their own I'm just thinking these guys have got to be nuts. Well, you know, I think a lot of people have the perception, oh boy, they're really brave, they're courageous, they're crazy. You know what? What's really more to it and Bob, I'm sure you endorse this thought. They have experience, they're professional, and they know what they're doing. It's just not guts. They that's know right. what they're doing, right? You want to touch on that for Yeah, audience? that's right. You know, typically, uh, these guys uh, they learn they learn from each other. You know, they there is it's kind of a pass down. Uh, we like to hire from within. Uh, the young the young guys watch the the older guys, the more seasoned veterans do it, and they'll they'll start practicing. They'll borrow their their climbing gear and they 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 belay them and make sure they're safe and instruct them and and then they just slowly learn little by little and. And, uh, of course, you know, there's so many uh, different aspects of it. There's the pruning aspect of it. There's the room, the removal, removals with cranes. Then, of course, trees that have fallen on a house and the rigging uh, to pull these trees off without doing, you know, further damage to the house. Uh, if you get the wrong person that, that, that tries to remove your tree from a house with a, something crazy like a winch, they can do a hundred thousand dollars extra worth of damage that 
the insurance company may or may not cover if it was, uh, you know, done irresponsibly. Well, Dan, there's a giant investment in equipment for a for a professional, experienced, well-established tree company. They have a lot of money invested in equipment, don't you? The right trucks, the cranes, specialized oh, cranes, grinding the ends. stump. I mean, the investment that you have is probably millions of dollars in equipment. Oh, yeah. And it and it has to be constantly maintained because of the wear and tear on it. Oh, that's right. Even new, even new, brand new chippers can have issues, especially with all the uh, the uh, after treatment uh, um, uh, for the diesel engines. Um, not only is it, uh, do you have to have a lot of equipment? You really have to have redundant equipment because as that equipment needs to, you know, if you, if as it breaks or needs service, you have to have other equipment to to put into service. I have literally double what I need, uh, and I use it every every single week um, because there's always a uh, a mini bobcat or a skid steer or a chipper that needs to come out of service, uh, and you have to put the 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 backup right in service. So uh, having uh, that much equipment, we we rarely miss a beat. And Dan, another reason why you want a professional tree company that's made the investment in all this e- proper equipment and has the insurance and the liability, everything, right, Dan? I mean, it's an investment when you're in business, right? The right way. Well, uh, I mean, it's an investment. I, I Again, I don't know what would make somebody, cut, even if it's just a little tiny tree or something, no big deal. You get the chainsaw out. But I mean, some of these people, if, you, if, if you're even thinking about, you know, cutting the tree down yourself, I don't I don't even understand that mindset. But I, I can tell you this, too, from my own business, um, and I don't have the heavy equipment, but we've got trucks. And, you know, you, you talk about where the fuel prices are right now. You know, you're driving those around. How much, you know, how many, how many expenses have, have just doubled, for you know, on the, on the gasoline or when you're trying to get things fixed and you can't find a mechanic and if he's a good mechanic the line's out the door right where that's right you know you're gonna have to wait if somebody's actually gonna do a good job and i i think in general people don't understand that about businesses right i mean what you go through and the expenses they just they just don't understand all of the expenses that go into to running a business and i know again with your insurance and that heavy equipment you've got more of a, a capital investment than most well, yeah, we've uh, managed to collect a lot of equipment over the years. Um, uh, we have full-time mechanics that take care of it. Uh, it is we could always use another mechanic. Uh, it's it's uh, it's it's just unbelievable how much how much there is. And then, you know, you, we also have the the technology has changed a lot. Years and years ago when we started this, we were taking logs out of backyards with what's called a hookaroon. We would literally roll, we were the bobcat. We would roll these logs out to the edge of the gate. We'd spin them around, throw the hooks in them, pull the pull the logs through the gate, then roll them to where the log truck could get to them. Now we property protection has come on 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 the forefront and these mini bobcats and these these yard protective mats have become the big craze now um, we can go into freshly laid sod lay down these big heavy 
uh, polypropylene uh, mats that are opaque so they don't get hot. The yard can photosynthesize while we're on the running the equipment on it and bring logs and brush out on these mats. And it's it's come a long way from from uh, from the days of the back breaking work. The, the little machines do most of the work now. Another reason why you get a professional tree service like Tomahawk, Dan. Yeah. These guys have the cutting edge equipment. Another thing, I've seen your equipment around, and it's and it's also, all your equipment is always very clean and well-maintained. And it gets dirty in your work, but you guys <laughs> spend a lot of time cleaning it, don't you, every day? Well, it's one of my vices. Um I want my I want my equipment looking good. When we pull up on a job, I want my guys looking sharp. Um, you know, when you maintain maintain equipment, it, the the it shows it shows that you care about it. Um, my guys are all trained. They all do pre trip inspections on every greasable fitting every morning, uh, every belt, every hose, um, every liquid um, coolant. They all do their safety checks. We have 128 tires on the ground every day. We have racks of tires for when they, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna pop, you know, they're gonna wear out. Um, so we keep a supply of that. In fact, the hydraulics of this, these mini bobcats now are really popular because they can go in as small as a 36 inch gate um, and pull logs that are a thousand pounds out of a out of a tight space like that. They all have hydraulic hoses and. One hydraulic hose, one O-ring can shut down an entire crew. We have an entire hydraulic shop that, that, you know, my guys are trained how to make their own hoses. They carry extra hoses, not because, you know, when, you know, it's because they're going to break. They're going to, you know, burst a hydraulic hose. And so we have, we are the hydraulic shop. We are the gas station. We have over 1,500 gallons of fuel on, on our shop, at our shop every day. Well, that wow. you know, that's years and years to build up, though. Wow. I'm sure when you th- you think back, you know, at the beginning, <laughs> right? I mean, you never imagined it, but uh, it's nice that you can do it, and, and you know, it also shows you that you've done it the right way, or people wouldn't keep coming back and and talking to you. I mean, that t- or using you, um, you know. And I've got one of these. I've got one of these properties that's you know, it's the you want the trees for the view, you want them cut, and then you know, you cut it down, and two years later, these things are growing back up. I mean. I, you know, you think, oh, man, I'm going to get a lot of repeat business, but you do. Trees grow so fast, especially if we get a lot of rain in the summer. Yeah, there's, um, you know, there's a uh, theory called the no net loss. In the forest, when a tree dies in the forest, what do you think happens to all the other trees? They're like, well, thank you. We'll take that space from you. And they grow right into the space. Uh, so that's, that's really a good reason to, you know, we, I really consider myself an urban forestry manager. And that's what I've been doing for 30 years. I've been helping people take care of their urban forest. Um, I've seen I've I've had homes that have had four and five owners that I've taken care and I I meet the new owner. And I go I've been taking care of this place for for you know four other people who live there for over the course of 30 years. And of course I know all the trees by name then, and uh, I can talk to them how the one management plan, how, you know, went to the next management plan. And, you know, everybody has their own ideas for their own forest. And um, we're, we're happy to help people manage that. You That's know what, what we do. You know what I want to ask you about? I want to change gears for a minute. How did you come about calling your company Tomahawk Tree Service? <laughs> I know there's a story behind that, Bob. Okay. Oh, yeah. And well, your slogan? Well, um, 
I've always uh, been into advertising. Uh, in fact, I had a small advertising company. But I called my, I came from the group of entrepreneurs who owned Bulldog Movers. Um, I was associated with a couple of the, uh, the, uh, the owners of that. And one day, um, I'd been calling myself Bulldog Landscape and Tree Service. And one day, the owner came up to me and said, you really should change that name. He said, when, he said, people are very loyal to their alma maters. And uh, when Yellow Jacket Movers came into Atlanta, we lost half of our inner city business. And so I started thinking of a name, and it just happened to be 1991, the first pennant race, and driving down on a fishing trip to Tybee Island, and it hit me like a ton of bricks, Tomahawk Tree Service. And I came up with the Atlanta's Bravest um, because we talked about those tree climbers that go up in the tree. It takes a little bravery to do that. And um, then uh, as the, as the uh, economy uh, tanked, we changed our slogan from better, faster, for less to we chop them cheap. For the price conscious <laughs> consumer. That's good. Dude. I think it's all good. And yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a marketer myself, so I always appreciate, you know, when, when people put a lot of thought into that kind of things because it, it does make a big difference, you know, just the way that you market yourself in general. So, Well, I knew it was a big hit because when I was on that trip, my, my wheels were turning, and I grabbed some paper and started sketching out uh, my tomahawks and um, created a flyer and had that flyer printed the the – the, the Monday I got back and passed some of those flyers out back then in the days of guerrilla marketing. And I got 12 calls from one subdivision, and I knew I had hit it. Uh, Atlanta Business Chronicle picked me up, did a uh, story on me, and said, Coombs knows a bandwagon when he sees one. And uh, it, it really worked out well, well how about your how about your yard sign, some of that that you were talking about during the break? You got unique uh, unique design there. It's kind of creative. Yeah, our yard signs are actually uh, a, a, a um, corrugated tomahawk that sticks in the ground with a wooden stick. Uh, we also have uh, the, we have those in two sizes. We have them in a, an 18 inch and a 36 inch. And we also have a, a popsicle refrigerator magnet uh, that is the exact same shape as those tomahawks so tomahawks are our are, that's are, become your your brand right I yeah mean, your that's logo. right yeah we uh we t- we give them out to um we've actually given them out during the braves game uh, out in the parking lot and uh uh they the braves agency called us called my office up and said is he gonna do that again and they said i don't know <laughs> uh, and that's all they said every time i passed them out they just asked if we're gonna do it again so Listen, when the process starts, you come out, you know, we need some trees chopped down, whatever it is. You're coming out to a customer's house. Um, do you charge per tree, size of tree, half day, full day? What is the process? What's the thought process when you're coming on out and we, we're, we're, we're going to use you to cut down trees? What are, what are we look, not looking at from a price standpoint as much, but how you're pricing these out? Well... Our salesmen uh, typically, uh, the formula is typically um, the, the, they, the time of an average crew, what it, what it would take to accomplish the task, uh, plus the equipment needed. Uh, some, you know, some jobs may require a crane. Um, we have our own crane. Um, some some uh, jobs will require logs to be picked up, and we have our own log trucks. Um, some jobs will require the the mini bobcats to bring 
the logs out. Some might require the larger bobcats. Um, and some jobs might take lots of protection of property with these mats. They weigh 90 pounds apiece, and if we have to deploy, we have $30,000 worth of equipment mats at, at any time. Uh, we try to keep at least 15 on every 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 uh, every trailer so that they can cover, you know, 100 feet in and 50 feet over on an average lawn. Uh, so it depends on on you know what what tools are going to be needed for the job, and and then of course there you know there are other factors, hills and 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 uh, terrain of the land. We have um, a lot that, of that here. That's that's you know, and you have to be careful. Even just driving a a big truck with a big fourteen thousand pound chipper into a neighborhood that has steep hills. You know, you need to make sure you have the right truck, uh, you know, with air brakes that are maintained and will hold because, you know, if one of these trucks jump the chocks or, or, or lose their brakes and end up inside a house or worse, hurting someone or killing someone, uh, you know, there's a lot of responsibility there. Um, it takes a lot to to put this whole package together, uh, but our salesmen come out and they, they assess the, the your, you know, the terrain of the home, uh, the, the, uh, the status of the landscaping, uh, and we try to you know meet a customer's budget. Some people uh, are in the middle middle of a construction project where they're saying, "Oh, we're going to tear all this up and redo it." Well, we may not have to use all that yard protection in a situation like that. There may be parts that they're keeping that, uh, or parts that are just pristine landscape. The, those all need to be balanced out, and we figure figure up a battle plan on it because it is a demolition process. You know, some of these trees get big, especially with some of the cities that have uh, ordinances that say you can't take down a big giant tree like this unless it's uh, you know deemed sick. So there's a lot there's a lot to it. You know, that was the other thing I, I had at my at my property. We had a beautiful oak tree actually it probably had been, i mean this thing could have been 100 years old i don't know it was just massive um but it was kind of on on a mountain right i mean it just in it we had a we had a year that just we just didn't get any rain and it it was starting to die and i was going my goodness if this thing falls down what it, what a mess right i mean if it falls the right way it's coming on my house and that thing is a monster so i hate it getting rid of that tree i mean there's times where you just don't want to really get rid of a tree but you just have to right when they're starting to die um you got to do something it's better than letting it hit, let it hit the ground and and who knows where it goes or your house yeah um you know there's uh there's a lot of benefits uh to living near living near trees um they can reduce your your heating and cooling bills um they uh um they can provide you know beauty in the landscape um however there is a balance because trees can inevitably become dangerous living things grow up and they eventually fall down or fall apart and well uh, well, not only that but also the roots can sit there and, and crack up your foundation your driveway they can get in your sewer pipe right that's right that's right. I mean, that's that's a that's a major issue. Man. I have seen on healthy trees, of course, the roots go under the foundation of a house and break that up, where literally it was destroying the home. I've seen it break the sashes on windows, uh, brick window ledges, uh, because of that pressure. Trees love pore space. I mean, trees' roots love pore space. And they love to get under the sidewalk because there's plenty of pore space there. And they love to get under the foundation of your house, plenty of pore space, plenty of moisture. And they'll they'll get in the drain tile of the house and the sewer system, like you said, and uh, they cause a lot of trouble. 
Well, you know, uh, there's another stage to removing a tree that a lot of people don't think about, and that's the stump grinding. And that has to be, I mean, you're next to sidewalks or close to the foundation. Maybe there's electrical the electrical or pipes or a sprinkler system. Talk about what it takes to, to you know, uh, to really know what you're doing when it comes to grinding a stump and how important it is to get that stump out. Well, in some, in some cases, if you have a tree in the woods, you, most people typically don't don't need the stump out however if it's an you know an important uh spot in your landscaping um a lot of folks want to get that ground down so they can either resod or or put in a you know natural area uh and there's a lot of um uh, we're in urban areas we have underground utilities that need to be marked um irrigation systems that that uh can the tree can grow right over the the entire irrigation system and again, it's a demolition process. The the machines that come out and grind these these stumps, um, they they make a mess that themselves that uh, has to be considered as well. Um, if you're removing forty or fifty trees in a backyard, uh, the the amount of volume that that the stump grindings can make can make it where we might even the the grindings might cover up a stump. And during the if you're having a uh, some type of landscaping done after that. We may have to come back out if you find a stump. Um, happened to us just the other day with a good friend of mine. I'm like, listen, inevitably, we're, we're going to miss some stumps. We're going to make two or three trips. And uh, But every stump's a little different. When you have an uprooted tree, you could have a, a stump that's 10 feet tall. So that's a whole nother situation where you have this giant hole that the, the stump left, and you have a giant uh cookie standing on its edge in the middle of your yard that you got to do something with and these are these are some tough stumps but we tackle them uh, sometimes we even have to get a uh, track hoe in to take care of a big stump like that you got some property that you may have to get some trees done up there huh well, I, you know one thing i did after cutting the trees down i think the second or third time um in the one area is i i did get some ground covered and you know some, some big chips and 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 some pre-emergent stuff just to you know not because they, they just came so fast and and you really got to jump on it when you get done i mean it's just amazing how fast it can grow um i bet you you got some other people that um that maybe just want the wood chips out where you cut them down like you were talking hey have you got 50 trees in the back i mean are people just looking sometimes just to then cover that area up with the the wood chips yeah, sometimes people need a base. Um, wood chips are always a good way to, to start that organic process. Um, uh, we, uh, we give the customers the option of having them. Typically, we like to shoot them in a truck and dump them, dump them in a space so it's in a nice pile. Uh, but we can also spread them uh, with, the chi- with, the, um, with the chipper. We can direct the shoot if there's a safe place to put those in people's people's landscape we also but if, if you can get the wood chipper down like at my house you can never yeah, get that wood chipper down uh, yeah every situation's different um sometimes it's easier just to let us chip it up and take it off um and um we also give free wood chips away if you yeah. want to get on our wood chip list hold that thought bob because we're up against a break time is going by fast but we're here with bob coombs of tomahawk tree service he's not going away we're going into our last segment but we want to remind you to download the extra 106.3 fm app to stream live 24 7 right dan that's right we got podcasts too don't we dan that's right we get all kinds of them so you know listen this is a perfect example if you need some trees cut down 
Um, you take a look at it, and it's six months from now. You can listen to this, and you'll know who to call. Apple, Google, Spotify. Anyway, don't go away. You're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show. We'll be right back. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos. And, Dan, you know you can uh, folks can access all our shows all year long on the Extra 106.3 FM website. You just go to the shows, go down. we got every show in there. So if, if you're listening... And, and uh, you love the show here with Bob Coombs of Tam- Tomahawk Tree. And you tell somebody about it and say, oh, my gosh, I wish I would have seen. I need to get some trees taken care of. They can go right to the website as well as the podcast. Also, we are simulcast, which means we're not only on Extra 106.3 FM. We're also on 1230 AM at the same time. So maybe you're a little further out in Atlanta. You get a stronger signal with AM. You don't have to miss the show. Right, Dan? Yeah, and you can pull it up on your phone, uh, listen to it on your phone. The other thing is a lot of these newer cars, you can connect that right in, and you know, you're gonna, you could listen. You could be out in, uh, 10 hours away. And There's no reason to, to miss the All Four Seasons Home Show. Getting back to the tree business here, okay, there are so many different municipalities, and it seems like they're adding even more municipalities. Aren't there certain rule, codes or ordinances or laws or regulations that you have to deal with, and they're all different? Yes, uh, that's a big subject. Um, cities that are popping up left and right, and I think there's some on the, the ballots right now, um, are eventually going to adopt uh, a tree ordinance or elect not to, but a lot of them have, um, and uh, they change uh, every time. Uh, the city councils meet, they can change and modify the ordinances. Uh, so it's important to, to uh, be on top of all that for us. Um, and real quick, how do you stay on top of that? I mean, what do uh, you do to keep yourself informed? Well, we, we train our, our, our office staff to, to know what, and we have relationships with all the arborists from every city, so we know kind of what they're, what, and they're all different. Um, they all have different requirements. Uh, some particular cities require you have 30 uh, percent coverage on your on your property with with trees um, and they can deny it. Some charge a fee, some don't. It's very complicated and you can get in a lot of trouble for cutting a tree without a permit in some some places, possibly even jail. Then there's even ordinances on how you prune a tree. If if someone goes up the tree with spikes, that can be a violation, certainly in the city of Atlanta. Uh, where every tree needs a permit. Sounds like you have the patience of Joe, Bob. Mm. It's tried every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> oh, my God. Dan, can you imagine being restricted like that? It kind of reminds me of Florida with the hurricane with the garage door. Well, they do, like, yeah. And, and I mean, the, it, it, it depends on where you're at, right, with everything. But, yeah, down in, in, in Florida, right, they've got these hurricane doors. you got to put two-inch lags into, 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 into concrete, uh, just put your garage doors up. You can pull permits. You got to, you know, if, if, if they find you didn't do something right, then you got to fix it and call them back out two weeks later before you're getting paid. So, you know, I, listen, I'm happy that I don't have to deal with those type of things. I got a friend down down in uh, South Florida that has to deal with that every day. So um, I'm sure when you're in the city of Atlanta, right, there's just a little bit more work that goes into cutting the trees down. Yeah, there's a lot of rules, too. Um, even when you as you take the trees apart, 
um, you have to be um, aware of where and uh, where where you can put the the lumber and and uh, the logs that are going to be removed. Uh, some areas there's no stockpiling on city streets or sidewalks, so you you better have a company that has the equipment to bring there, set it up, and pull it out as it comes out. What do you do with all that lumber? Because I mean, there's different kinds of trees. I would imagine some of that lumber in those big trees is is valuable, right, or not? Uh, an oversized tree is typically going to be ground into uh, mulch and by different mulch companies that grind them up and, and oh, turn see. them into colored mulch or natural mulch. So they don't turn into lumber, any of that? Uh, uh, very little. Um, the Certain diameters and certain lengths, if we can get it out of the yard without tearing everything up, uh, can, can eventually be sold for, for either um, biomass, which is helping uh, the run the electrical power plants, um, or um, chip and saw, pulpwood, that kind of stuff. You get into firewood? No, but we supply a lot of firewood, guys. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've got a question because this is some stuff, too. Sometimes, you know, where I'm at, to get my view, you kind of ask your neighbors to top a tree even just so you can mm-hmm. see over. Or you're trying to do that, right? <laughs> I started with that. and then I, then I got a little smarter and started removing them. But... You know, I've heard stories that maybe the tree it can kill the tree. Whatever, tell us about top of the trees. What what about it? What's what's good, bad? Uh, you know, what does it do to the tree? Well, you know, again, we're going to go back to some of those ordinances. Uh, in some cities, it is illegal to top a tree. Um, typically, the only tree allowed to be topped is a fruit tree, because that's a proper arboricultural pruning technique. Um, so, a lot of times, you can kill a tree. Topping river birches will will eventually start the decay coming down the top of the trunk and working its way in you know down the, to the bottom of the tree and eventually kill the tree. I mean, are you asked to do some of that though? I mean, just uh, you know. Yeah, again, sometimes we sometimes we are. Um, a lot of times it's by folks wanting a vista, a vista prune where they want to look out and see the mountains or see whatever um, geographical feature is pleasing to them. So. Uh, we like to offer uh, other options like like selective removals, um, so we, you know, can help beautif- beautify people's you know homes and yeah, views. And, and listen, we're we're getting a little bit close to the end here, but just real quick, tell the listeners when a company comes to your house to cut your trees, tell them what what are the biggest warning signs to say, hey, this is the wrong company. Well, first of all, there's a lot of companies that are just aggregators. They're a salesman or a sales company that that is selling for different and different. They're hiring other companies to come do your work. They're they're companies that don't own any equipment. They're basically just a sales firm. It's some of those companies can do a good job, but you probably should ask. You know, do you have all this equipment at your ready to to do and you know my job and complete it in a timely manner? So a lot of companies also subcontract the removal of the logs because those big ten wheel log trucks have to have a CDL driver and require a lot of maintenance and a lot of taxes. So you need to make sure that that company owns those log trucks and isn't isn't farming that out. That's one of the things. Um, the other thing is to make sure that you don't get in trouble uh, with a company that's not going to pull the proper permits. That, I think that's because they can find the homeowner and the tree service. So No no question about it. And then, again, it's, it's just if they don't have that right equipment, they're going to damage, you know, they could absolutely damage. You know, that's a, that's a, a great point. You know, we run five mini bobcats, and most companies 
only have a giant skid steer. And you need to ask ask that company, are you going to come in here with a giant skid steer with a bunch of plywood that's all worn out? Uh, because you can end up needing a new lawn by the time they're done. <laughs> you know what? I got I got to give you time. You said that you have a special offer for our guests, our I mean our audience out there from Tomahawk Tree. You want to tell everybody about that? Yeah, James. Um, what we're going to do for the month of June, we're going to give any anybody who mentions that they they heard me on the heard, heard us on the show, ten uh, percent off. We're also going to offer a, a free hazard tree assessment. Uh, where I per- I'll personally come out and take a look at their trees and see uh, what trees are uh, what what trees are sick and the condition of them and if anything is uh, threatening. Well, that sounds good, doesn't it, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. And, and how do folks get in touch with you if somebody's listening and they, they they like what they hear? How do they get in touch with Tomahawk Tree? Well, you can you can uh, you can go to our website uh, tomahawktreeservice.com um, or uh, choppemcheap.com or you can call us at 770-640-0003 Bob, thank you Dan, thank you All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors for sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show Folks, join us every Saturday morning at 9 for another great subject matter expert and tips on how to make a good consumer decision save money and not get ripped off Right, Dan? That's right, Jim Have a great week Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905 excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. 